We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we be. I found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with a color as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that even stuck with violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners. And welcome to Coffee and Cults, where once a month we meet, drink coffee and talk cults and fringe religious groups from around the world. Please be aware this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners, as it will contain strong language. And I've got some more fun content warnings for you today, John. Uh, So warnings for uh, sexual assault and sexual abuse uh, and generally weird shit and apocalypses, apocalypse. I've broken, I've broken. How are you, (laughs) John? Keep going, I'm not going to help you. I'm just going to watch you struggle through that word. Apocalypses. Is that a word? More than one apocalypse. So if you um, were involved in, 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 I can't say it now, (laughs) in an apocalypse before now, listeners, and I worried you will be triggered to remember the last apocalypse from hearing Sam describe an apocalypse. I think Do not listen to this episode. My pronunciation of apocalypse was an apocalypse within itself. What I like is that you nearly didn't make it through that pronunciation of apocalypse either. (laughs) Oh, oh no. What a great start. It's been a long time. Thank you uh, for your patience with us, listeners. We are cracking back on with uh, the exciting year that is 2021. Um, And you're all right, John? You okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. Oh, you mean, asking. Are we, yeah, are we doing like generally. life updates? Sorry. Yeah. I, thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just, you were checking in on me at this uh, moment. Yeah, I am good. Thank you, Sam. Uh, things have been very hectic with work mm-hmm. and other things. Um, it's been a bit of a, yeah, January into March was a bit of a dark time. Uh, but all is good and better now. Yay. And how are you? The same, the same. Everything was busy, but hopefully, so listeners, this is... Oh no, I said this last time. I made a joke about the pandemic and then it's genuine, like my joke was real. Uh, so it feels like it might be winding down at the moment, uh, all the lockdowns and things. So hopefully John and I will be able to see each other in real life once again. Yeah, not potentially in like 12 days. Ooh. Uh, is that right listeners if you're not on the patreon you didn't see john's eyes darken when i said that we would spend time in real life (laughs) this pandemic has been such a blessing listeners it's been (laughs) such a so not true so not true Uh, okay that's very exciting but that means there'll be much more it also means listeners that there are things that we have been wanting to tell you about because there are branches of them near us that yes. we can visit. And we've been putting those things off because it has been, it would have been illegal Unsafe. For us to, um, yeah. to them and they wouldn't have been open. Um, but that means there will be some exciting Jehovah's Witness based material mm. coming up in the next few months. There are some other um, cults, which some people, some people have been requesting that we've said, oh, yeah, just hold off because we're going to go and visit them because they're near us. So, yeah, yeah, do look out for some exciting little adventures where we actually go and, and get involved as well as telling you what we've researched. Um, if you'd like to recommend anyone for us to talk about or any safe places for us to visit, you know, don't stitch us up, but any recommendations, uh, you can get in touch with us on uh, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, or you can email us at coffeeandcults at gmail.com. Um, and, and thank you to all of you who have been doing that and messaging us. We really appreciate it. We've had some really lovely conversations with people in the last couple of months about groups that they know about or or want to talk about. So, yeah, we are happy to hear from you at any time. Yes. And also thank you for your lovely reviews on um, Apple Podcasts and the various other platforms. We do read them every time we get one. We send it to each other like, ee, we got a review. So thank you very much for those. Is that the catching up? Is that the catching up we needed to do? I think that's all the that, that's all the house admin. Let's not become uh, edit this out. So, Sam, you have a cult for us this month. Take it away. I well, I have a fringe religious movement for us this month for legal Great, thank reasons. You. I can see our lawyer sat in the corner of the room nodding away. Yeah, thank I forget you. Get what her name is now. Uh, Meredith. Meredith. Maud. Maureen. Maureen. Uh, we've got a new lawyer. Her name's Maureen. And we've got Maureen. a team. We're, we've gone with 
<laughs> Meredith the Ward and Maureen. Of a legal team. They're great. Um, and they are nodding approvingly at Sam, describing <laughs> this new religious movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking about, and I had to go back, because reading this, all of this felt like quite familiar. And I was like, uh-oh, is this, have, we, have I finally done it? I've started researching one that we've already done that I've forgotten about. We haven't. But a lot of things felt very familiar. Um, so we're talking about the order of, oh no, I sh- oh, why didn't I play the Wikipedia recording of how you say this? The little pronunciation thing. Oh, let's try it. <clears throat> we'll get, we'll get, people will tell us via email how to I'm pronounce sure. it, Sam, it's fine. Or in shitty iTunes reviews. Urancha. All right, got it. Um, so we're going to talk about the order of St. Charbel. Okay. Also known as the community, also known as the Marian Work of Atonement, also known as Our Lady of the Ark. Lovely. I want you to know, Sam, that it will also be known in my head as I listen to you then as the Order of St. Gerbil, which is for a moment what I thought you said. A charbel with a ch. Ch. Yeah. Um, My research for today has come from Wikipedia, Huffington Post, the World Religions and Spirituality Project, an essay written by Shelley Wickham and Christopher Hartney, uh, various interviews by Claire Ashman, who's an ex-member of the group, and the group's own website. So the group is named after a Maronite saint called Charbel Maklouf, who was a Lebanese monk who died in 1898. Uh, So you become a saint by doing some miracles, right? So, why did you frown? Did I get that wrong? That's right, isn't um, it? I, I was I was stopping myself from saying, well, I have not yet, the Vatican has not yet signed off on my miracles in order to... Oh, one becomes a saint. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, gosh, grammar. Uh, one... is, it th- is it like, th- do you have to have three miracles? Is that right? It's like a certain number have to be... Sure. Either from when you were alive or after you've died, but, but credited yeah. to you. Yeah, and then the the church has to be like, yeah, that was that was a miracle, wasn't it? Oh, and and then the devil's advocate argues against you becoming a saint. That's where the phrase devil's advocate oh. comes from, because there there has to be someone on that committee that argues why you shouldn't be made a saint. And they're the devil's advocate. That's so clever. I learned a thing. I hope you did too, listeners. Thank you, John. Um, so his his miracles were that um his his body after he died his body was transported and as his body was like brought along the path the weather changed all along the path and turned from uh, rainy to sunny as his body was transported um and then a, a correlation is not always causation <laughs> right yeah um and then a bright light surrounded his tomb um wow. and then 50 years after his death his tomb was reopened and his body appeared like a living body. So it had been like preserved. Like doing the Macarena or, oh, okay, it just looked. Yeah, it was doing that Saturday night. Da, 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 da. Or, or what's something more, more the cha-cha slide. That's the a bit more recent. Let's just keep flossing. Our cultural reference. Stood there flossing. <laughs> this, this corpse has signs of life. <laughs> As, and what's great off. is you can't yeah. see me from the from the nipples down uh, Patreon, <laughs> so you can't tell how good my flossing is. But if you're not on the Patreon, you can see him from the nipples up. <laughs> what a treat! Um, so they opened this. They opened this tomb. The body was in there. It looked like a living body, which is what happens in tombs because they're meant to preserve the dead. Um, but his body was bleeding some sort of strange substance, and it would just bleed and bleed and bleed. This is one of the miracles that was happening. Um, and so they like sealed it back up again. And then the next time it was opened, so it was opened in uh, eight, uh, 1948. Mm-hmm. Um, they opened it again in 1976 and the body was decomposed. But he's still a saint, right? It was, a, it, was a sh- it was one of those short-term miracles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still counts. I was hoping you were going to say when they opened it in 1948... It was he was like doing the witnessing. Sh- no, because he'd been bleeding all that time. Oh, it yeah. was like that scene in The Shining, and they opened the door, and just this <laughs> torrent of blood came out. Of the <laughs> now that would be a fucking miracle. That I would sign off on. <laughs> um, so this uh, not a cult fringe religious group that we're talking about today um, was founded by William Cam, 
So he was born in Germany in 1950 and moved to Australia as a young child and grew up in Australia. Just lived a fairly like regular life, doopy doopy doo, a little bit religious, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> at the age of 18, something big happened to him, John. What do you think it was? Uh, was he visited by Jesus in a vision? Oh my God, he was visited by Jesus in a vision. Uh, he Amazing. came and so uh, William Cam was visiting St. Francis Xavier Cathedral in Wollongong, New South Wales, and God came and spoke to him and was like, hey, you're, you're going to be my mate. Um, Great. Apologies now for any Australian pronunciations that I have to do. Wollongong, I think that's right. I think I've heard that. Sounds sounds plausible to me. Sure. Let's go with it. Um, so at the age of... Oh, a cat just went past the window. I'm sorry, it distracted me. Um, Could you at, send it to my house to get rid of the mouse we currently have? Oh, yeah. Listeners, John has a mouse and I think he should keep it as a pet and he thinks he should humanely trap it and release it into the wild. What do you think? Uh, answers on vote, a postcard. Vote, vote, hashtag... Mouse in the house, if you think we should keep it. <laughs> and hashtag... Uh, we're not funny enough, John. Mouse, mouse. What else rhymes with mouse? Um, uh, mouse out of the house, if you think the mouse <laughs> no, that's should not go. Really, That's not very that's creative, so is it? Hang on. Hashtag that Hasht mouse is a louse. If you mm. think it's a pest and should be removed, but that's the best I can do. Don't look. That was such a disappointed face. Yeah, like, I was. You were just. I think you were searching too hard for a rhyme, like hashtag go away mouse. Oh, that's that's much more creative, Sam. Well done. I wasn't saying it was more creative, but the mouse is a mouse, not that not a louse. You would get louse louses instead. Of anyway, um, so. We'll uh, cut all that. <laughs> will we? Uh, at, at the age of 22, um, William Cam founded his first kind of fringe religious organisation. Um, this was called the Marian Work of Atonement, this group. Um, and although it like morphed a bit later to the order of St. Charbel slash the community, I couldn't really find where to kind of differentiate where the beliefs oh, well, came from. Okay, so it's cool. kind of one led to the other. So the, my research is a tiny bit smooshed, but it's all accurate. As we like a possible. smoosh. And he was 22, did you say? Yeah, 1972, he founded this group. See, these are the things that make me feel, uh, I don't know how many fringe religious movements you've established um, by your current age, Sam, but I mm. haven't established any. No, and, um, I'm like eight years will behind be this dude. 35 this year. Yeah. So um, that's, that's, I feel like I'm behind. If we need to, maybe if we just found like three this year, we'll kind of catch up a little bit. And then we can rest after that. Yeah. <laughs> can, like God. Oh. <laughs> um, so this, the, the kind of a, uh, growth of this group started in the, in a similar sort of way to like Jim Jones or T and Doe from Heaven's Gate in that he would go around and do little lectures in village halls and town halls and stay in the homes of the people that had gone to listen to him and okay. built his little network up that way all around the sort of New South Wales area. I say that like I know it. You know the New South Wales areas just up the street? I'm from very familiar with it. Victoria? I don't know. I don't know where it is. Ten years later, March of 1982, Cam got another visit from somebody, John. Who do you think it was? Satan. Nope. Holier. Little Nas X. No. Uh... Oh. <laughs> You're not too far off. You're quite far off, but not too far off. Little Nas X can come visit us anytime. Moses. The correct first initial. I'll give you one more guess because this could go on for a little while. Oh, I really should have guessed when you told me the name of the group right at the top, right? Fuck's sake. Was it uh -oh. the Virgin Mary? It was the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Well done for remembering that. I'd forgotten that I'd said that out loud. <laughs> yes. So he well, got... Just you said it's the one of it is the Order of something Marian. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And Our Lady of the Ark and the Marian Work of Atonement. Yeah. Um, so she came and visits him and just has a little chat like, Hey, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be speaking to each other a lot, William. 
I'm going to be coming and visiting you a lot. I'm the Virgin Mary and apparently I speak English, which is the language that you speak. Um, Convenient. And she says, like, I'm, I'm going to be back a couple of months time and I'm going to give you some more information. So uh, in July, the Virgin Mary comes back to visit him and gives him a new name. You can have one guess on the new name and you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You've got eight names to choose from. And if you get any of them right, uh, I will buy you a present. He has eight names. He has eight names. <laughs> are they all are they eight individual names rather yeah, than like completely lots of independent? Okay. Oh, like titles though, but they don't connect. Um King. I bet there's King in there somewhere. There's no King. Oh. Uh, so the main one that he prefers to go by. <clears throat> is Little Pebble. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is no way uh, I would have guessed that in a billion years. But hang on, tell you hang on Sam, wait there. Yeah. I hope John's gone to get a little pebble. Oh listeners, John just got a little pebble. <laughs> That's He's here live in the studio with me now, <laughs> listeners. The little pebble. Who would have thought? Wow. If you were on Patreon, listeners, you will be able to see this excellent uh, puppetry I'm now going to do of embodying him through um, this small pebble. Please uh, puppeteer this tiny pebble um, as I read you the other names, because one of them is another one that's very appropriate. <clears throat> White Rock of the Eternal Truth. I had two options and I went for the white one. There we go. Wow. Um, Prince, oh, oh, White Rock of the Eternal Truth and Prince of the Apostles. That's one name. Uh, Peter Romanus II to be. <laughs> Our little white rock and future vicar of Holy Mother Church. My mystical spouse is what Virgin Mary called him. My mystical You're spouse. You're my mystical spouse, Sam. You're my little Abraham. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I should have picked this one. The little white rock of my immaculate heart. And my personal favourite, our little Peter. <laughs> Any of you listeners didn't grow up in the UK, a Peter might be a name that you may call uh, a penis. <laughs> I think that's like an American thing as well, isn't it? I think is it? Uh... Oh, yeah, maybe. Our little Peter. I do <laughs> Why not are we want... sharing it? <laughs> I, do, I do not want the Virgin Mary's Peter. Sorry, that was too blasphemous. We'll, we'll, was we'll it? Maybe cut that out. When I was a small boy, Sam, I um, we went on holiday to Turkey. And yeah. in Ephesus, um, there's a cave, which is supposedly where the Virgin Mary ended up and like hung out in her later years. There's a cave for some reason she went and lived in a cave in Turkey. Um, nice weather. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I have visited this little grotto wow. cave where supposedly the Virgin Mary hung out for a little bit later in her life. Is that where the pebbles from? Say yes. And, and this pebble <laughs> right here by coincidence happens to be from that. Wow. No, I wish. I also don't remember a lot of it, but Hey, there we go. That's, I feel like I'm connected into this story now as a result. Um, I'm going to keep him here, Sam. I'm just going to put him down on my desk here. Great. Otherwise, you will continue to puppeteer him. Uh, listeners, throughout the list of names, John was <laughs> valiantly puppeteering the puppet along the he screen. He was going for back. a little walk and posing. Yeah. It was, it was de delightful. Having a lovely time. Um, so the, the Virgin Mary also tells him that the property belonging to a couple, like a, a couple that were following him, was actually sacred ground. So this couple who had this kind of farm, bit of space, their property, by happy coincidence that they were already following him, was sacred ground and it was really important that, that they should meet up there more often. Um, so Cam receives regular messages from Jesus, from God, who he calls them both Our Lord and Mary is Our Lady. And what, like faxes or something? What, what form do these... They came in apparitions, physical apparitions, but only he could see them. 
So ah, they were really there. They're really there. And I'll go into a, a bit more about that in a minute. Um, but he's the only one that can see them. Sorry. Mm. Sorry about that. Uh, so they became kind of more familiar with each other. They kind of became more friendly, God and, and Mary and a little pebble. Um, and so they said, like, OK, we're going to visit you on the 13th of the month, every month between noon and 4 p.m. So that's what I we're like going to come how to good you. their timekeeping is. That's very that's really I guess good. they're busy, aren't they? They've got to regularly schedule things in like this. I mean, exactly. And if they've got to spend a bit of time with the Pope, they've got to spend a bit of time with, I don't know, some cult leaders elsewhere. Quite, in the imagine world. being God's secretary and having to deal with his with what his a nightmare. appointments. God. I wonder if he was affected by the pandemic, if he was just zooming people instead. <laughs> um so the group uh call the 13th of the month every month atonement day um and they meet for a 12-hour prayer meeting that starts at 6 a.m so every oh 13th God. i'm out quick, immediately i'm out of this i can't do a 12-hour thing that starts at, nothing should start at 6 a.m except for drinking coffee that's the thing that you should start at 6 a.m nothing um, nobody should be conscious at 6 a.m what i think some people should kind of i don't know like emergency doctors and stuff Oh yeah, and air traffic controllers. All right, if you're yeah. going to be realistic and practical about this, I can't. People driving. Them. I don't know. <laughs> um, in uh, nineteen eighty-three, William Cam gets married. How lovely uh, to a nice lady called Anne Bichago, um, Bisego, Bichago, one of those names. Uh, who, in my notes, I hilariously called Mrs. Pebble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Anne. Um, so they they start to, they move basically they move into this property which is owned by the Price family which is in oh no uh, Camberwara Camberwara I don't know if I say it in an accent is that going to make it easier a Price better. family in Camberwara um, and that's going to be the home of the group's inner circle Some leadership of the group going to live here so now I've gone a little bit into the oh wait have you got any questions what questions do you have no questions. So they've just they've he acquired these followers and then immediately was like I need to come and live with you it's sacred ground yeah 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 he was like the Virgin Mary says we need to live with you because you've got all this space and cool that's, yep. that all sounds very 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 plausible cool okay and he's got a, li a, a like a handful of followers at this point yes I've got a little note somewhere of what number of followers there were oh so by 1984 there are around 200 followers okay. this guy but I'll come back to that in my notes. I'm sorry, I just burped a little bit. Um, so this property um, in, in Kimbawara, um <laughs> could uh, was then fenced. So they put a big old fence about it um, because just to make sure that, you know, anyone who wasn't holy, anyone who wasn't in touch with, with William couldn't get into this property. Mm, um, the great flag. thing about fences is that they help keep you in as well as keep other people out, right? Um the members of the group that aren't in the inner circle don't receive all of the messages from the Virgin Mary. So Cam gets loads and loads of messages. He's like talking to Mary all the time, but only the inner circle get these messages until the time is right. Hmm. So for the inner circle, their days are spent in prayer a lot of the time. Um, when they're at work, they have to work really hard and give all their money back to the group to keep paying for the compound. Um, they get reminded of all the evils in the world to to keep them in um and it's their privilege to be saved by association with william cam so oh. they're yeah that's what they're um they're taught wow i feel like it's gone culty really quickly i think it's very fringe religious organization -y. oh yeah sorry it's gone very <laughs> fringe religious organization it's gone very new religious movementy yeah really quickly right to go straight to mm -hmm. resident compound outside world evil well 72 marion gets founded work of atonement gets founded 84 200 members so yeah and then Ish. moving into a place you stay in everyone else stays out uh, so let's say that you've met william cam and you're like oh, yeah he's the fringe religious group leader for me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so upon joining the group, you go through the atonement program. 
John just held up his little pebble. It was very nice. Um, so you are instructed in prayer every 15 minutes from 6am till 5.30pm. And then at 5.30, you enter private prayer where you're expected just to be pre- That's praying. a lot of prayer. What are they praying for? That's a lot of prayer. Their atonement. So all of their sins for the blessings of Mary, for the uh, well-being and the wealth of the group, uh, to be saved from the incoming apocalypses. Wow. But that was like every 15 minutes, did you say? Every 15 minutes. That's got to really like rewire your brain, right? To be doing that mental activity that often night and every waking hour. Yeah. Because even sort of my understanding from about sort of monks in monasteries and things, right, is that they spend their time in prayer, but prayer might be working in the garden or prayer might, you know, prayer doesn't just take the form of mental Kneeling conversation or sitting with and, the Lord all the yeah. time. Um, I can't, yeah, I can't imagine what that, what that does to your... But they're being instructed in prayer. So to me, and that's the like phrase that I found about it, but to me that says they're being led in prayer. So it might be actual spoken prayer rather than yeah. just thinking or saying amen at the end like you're in an assembly God. in year five it's just that's just <laughs> uh i'm just imagining them all sat on a wooden bench uh, yeah cauliflowers fluffy and cabbages green <laughs> do you remember i was saying this to a diversion uh corner um some students i was organizing sessions for the space that they were programmed in, it basically looks like a primary school sports hall. Yeah. Like climbing stuff on the walls and yeah, I can picture all that it. sort of stuff. Um, and it had those benches and we were talking about uh, like the, the primary school assembly vibe. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about, you know, like the, the hymns in schools. And I was talking about the, um, you know, that song, I don't know if you had it, that was about the trees clapping their hands. Do you remember that? You shall go out with joy and be led forth in breeze and the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you. There'll be shouts of joy and the trees of the field shall clap, shall clap their hands. Nobody that I was telling that anecdote to remembered that song and they looked at me like I was, what kind of tree worshipping nonsense school did you go to? (laughs) It was the the mountains and the hills bit that that was familiar, but I I couldn't sing it to you, I'm afraid. But I re- like that somewhere. I mean, neither could I, and that those, didn't stop me, Sam. <laughs> those benches are like in in my brain because in my school you could only sit on them when you were in year six. Yeah, Everyone else yeah, sat on the floor, us. and so the year sixes got to sit on the benches and like nudge each other. Power pose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where was I? Okay. <laughs> uh, in the 1980s, the cut sect the sect started spreading. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Do you want to give us a clean version of that? <laughs> nope. They started spreading their message more widely. Uh, so the end times are coming. There's a leader that's going to keep us safe. We've got sacred ground. We're going to be saved. Like standard doomsday stuff. Um, and he he tells his group that he is meant to start an army of truth. And their mission was to unite all Catholics. You're frowning. Yeah. Well, because I don't, you can't I don't, I, how do you achieve this, that? Uh, what does that mean? Yeah, because you can't jump to this religious logic of this spiritual leader. Um, but that made me think like the twelve tribes, like trying to unite these groups of religions oh, that yeah, don't really true. want anything to do with them. Evidence by um, he he went and met the Pope John Paul II in 1984, but it was just like a standard like. Oh, you've bought a ticket to go and meet the Pope. You can go okay, and meet the Pope. Cool. It wasn't he didn't get like an audience with the Pope. Okay. No, he there's a picture of them together where the Pope's like like shaking his hand, like, uh. Um, so he travels around a lot, spreading his message. Uh he attracted followers in Japan from America, including some uh religious people, some people who were already in the Christian church. Wealthy followers would then purchase adjoining land to the Price's Camboera property so that they could grow this this property. Oh, wow. So they okay. would, yeah. Um, and so as this as this property grew, they built a school on there so that they could 
educate their children in the way mm-hmm. they wanted to. Um, and they bought some local businesses in the area to give the adults employment. John God. just keeps widening and closing his eyes. Yeah. It's so... There are other new religious movements, right, who are famous for, doing, you know, not necessarily having a compound, but for mm. effectively starting to, like, buy out and expand in a particular town. Yeah, um, like Clearwater, until, Florida. I mean, I, picking any, any... I didn't you know, say which group, I, I was just but talking there is generically. a group. <laughs> <laughs> Generically, some town perhaps like Clearwater, Florida may be affected. For for example. Yeah. Um, you know, and that yeah, and then occupy nearly all the like yeah local government positions and things, and effectively start to take over a a town where other people are living. Yeah, it's mm. really. And there's yeah, there's some like um, town councils that are mostly Mormon and things like that as well, aren't there? Yeah. So I've got a bit of other day to day stuff, and I'm pretty sure a bit that we've got coming up is going to be your favourite bit of the episode. Uh, I will put money on it to begin with. Um, so I bet you're wondering kind of what they wear. In this compound, aren't you? John? What do they wear, Sam? You in love this compound, what they wear like Amishy clothes, just a bit Amishy. Okay. Yeah, like long sleeves, and they wear for Modest. their religious. Yeah, but for their religious ceremonies, they wear brown tabards. So they look a bit like, um, like Monty Python or something in these amazing tabards. Hang on, I love me... a brown tabard. I'll find a picture. Oh, the oh wasn't at the picture. It was I had some messages. Uh, uh. Sam hates it when people communicate with her. Well, one of the messages has said, what the fuck is this mint sauce? And I haven't opened it. <laughs> Sounds like a really uh, aggressively uh, phrased advert for mint sauce to me. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Very very sort of Catholic, very clergy. Yeah. God, yeah that is but... a very brown tabard. It is a brown tabard, isn't it? And this is um, Little Pebble himself. Oh, okay. That is not what I expected him to to look like. Oh, that would have been a good question to ask you. I should have Um, asked you first. He's got very powerful eyebrows, though. I'm I extraordinary. I feel like those are those are eyebrows alone that speak with the power and the glory of God. (laughs) If you'd like to see those powerful uh, holy eyebrows, listeners, you can do that by checking out our Facebook or Instagram. There'll be pictures up there to accompany this episode. Um, as ever. So some other kind of day-to-day activities, um, you know, while you're spending your time in the compound. What's up, John? You've got wide eyes. (laughs) Oh, listeners, John's just drawn powerful eyebrows on his beautiful white pebble. Oh, no. (laughs) I've dropped it on my laptop. (laughs) <laughs> we'll we'll put a picture on the uh on on uh on Instagram. We'll put the picture of the reverse side up first and then wow, what a likeness. You're in the wrong career, John. Oh, he had glasses as well, didn't he? Hang on, I'll draw some glasses on. <laughs> I'm listening. Go, go go ahead, Sam. Um so you know, like the apocalypse is coming and their uh compound is the only place that's gonna be safe. So they spend a lot of time kind of uh, preserving food you know, uh, storing up some canned goods. And one of their most important foodstuffs, John, amazing, Uh, one of their most important foodstuffs are blessed grapes. (laughs) (laughs) I do love a blessed grape. So the way these blessed grapes came about is that the Virgin Mary gave Little Pebbles some blessed grapes. Um. (laughs) And these grapes were individually stored in tiny containers full of brandy so that these were preserved grapes. Um, so all of this bit comes from Claire Ashman's interview, which was on medium.com, um, about her and her then-husband, Tony. So Claire's, a little bit of Claire's background, she grew up in a different cult where she met Tony at the when she was 15. And he a different was, new religious movement. Uh, yeah, completely different uh, subject altogether, something that... <laughs> that would never be spoken about in the same sentence except for Claire Ashman. Um, So she met Tony. She was 15. He was 27. And they got married, like, pretty soon after. They left the cult that they were in. And then they went, now we're done with cults. We'll join a fringe religious movement instead. And so came and joined up with Little Pebble. Wow. Um, So this is... I I went to edit this quote, but I'm going to do a... uh, 
just a reading of, of what she yeah. said because it made me laugh so much. <clears throat> I'm not sure whether it was one or whether it was a bunch of grapes that were supposedly <laughs> blessed by the Blessed Virgin Mary. And then those particular blessed grapes have been put into these tiny little containers and covered with brandy, I think, to preserve them. And then from them, you could create your own blessed grapes. So Tony went out and bought these lovely red grapes, looked them all over and made sure they were really lovely. And then he washed them. He cut each one off with a quarter of an inch stem. And then he sat there with the blessed grape in the right hand and his grape in the left hand. And he would sign the cross over each of the new grapes going in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. And then put them into the jar and then fill that jar with brandy so they were preserved. And apparently we were told that in the times there would be no food, we would only need to have one of those grapes. And that would sustain us for the whole day. <laughs> uh, I will not be signing up to the blessed grape diet. <laughs> nope. For I think trouble uh, lies that way. Mm -hmm. um, I can't believe he doesn't like at least touch the blessed grape to the other grape. That's what annoys me like, the most about yeah, that. Pop the grape in, twiddle it around, pop it out. But it's a bit like um, armor, the the yeah, yeah, hugging the hugging saint. Yeah. Or um, uh, who was the one that breathed all over the paper? Joanna? Wait, what was her name? With the box? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, not her, um, but the Panacea oh. Society. Um, yeah. Ma, ma, ma. Mary, Ma. Was she a Mary? Was she a... Sure. Oh, oh I God, don't it's one of my. It's only... It was our second ever episode, but it's one of my favourite groups that I researched. Hang on. Going to have to find out what she was called. That's somewhere we can go now that things are opening up, Sam. The Panacea Society. Yeah. Hell yeah. We can go to their um Mabel. Mabel, of course. Well, when we've had our vaccines, Mabel we'll water. pop up there. Yeah, I re I really want to do that because it's yeah. all preserved. You can go and see Jesus' bedroom and everything. Oh, I'm so excited. If you don't know what any of that means, go back and listen to episode two, the Panacea Society, one of our favourite yeah. Victorian turn of the century. Quasi-sex um, cults. I've just looked a little bit ahead of ahead in my notes, and there's another moment I think you're going to... Mm, I think enjoy is the wrong word, but enjoy. Uh, so Cam and his group are denounced by the Vatican. So uh, a spokesman for the Vatican says that there is no supernatural significance attached to the messages issued by the person calling himself the Little Pebble. Mm. Um, and here's the point Real that we came... Down. Yeah, exactly. So they're properly going like... He is not, he says he's Catholic. He's not one of our Catholics. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, as I said, so he's got around 200 followers by 1984. And as they, as he would travel, he would spawn little locations of his church all around the world. You <laughs> didn't like, like the frog word spawn. spawn everywhere. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> I was imagining except, him leaving eggs in ponds as he went from town except to town. for in Japan where their offshoot cult involves a uh, a sex-based ritual which involves a lot of being covered in yogurt <laughs> and uh, a lot I of I thought it was going to involve sexy grape time I'm glad that it's uh... no uh, maybe worse sexy yogurt time where the yogurt may be smeared on the genitals of a subject and then is licked off by other what kind of yogurt? Like a like a fromage fray, like a, a Muller just crunch frubes. corner. <laughs> you just get a frube. Uh yeah, I'm sorry. I told you enjoy wasn't the right word. I don't know. John's trying to find <laughs> how not to kink shame anyone. <laughs> yeah. If you're into that, that's totally fair. Hmm. You could you wouldn't want to use a crunch corner, actually. That would be quite dangerous to use for that oh, kind. You definitely want something like a... Especially not that one with the banana cornflakes, because that could be yeah, uncomfortable. Ooh, no, yeah, that would be really that would be really bad. <laughs> um, um so 1985, Little Pebble actually discovers that he's gonna be the Pope after John Paul II. And we all remember oh, wow. that happening, shock, don't we? Shock elect shock electoral result. Yeah. So he's he's like Mary said that I'm supposed to be the next pope, so that's what's that's what's going to happen. But we all know the Vatican had just denied any spirituality connected to his group. Yeah. Um, and then he used that to be like, see, they don't want us. They don't want this group. They know we're telling the truth. So that was another kind of isolation 
tactic he used. Oh, so that then becomes part of the... Mm. Yeah. So in 1990, Little Pebble gets this really sad message. Uh, Virgin Mary tells him that his wife, Anne, is going to die. So there's this new woman, Bettina Lammerman, who he met in Germany, and she should be his new wife. And that's really important. You know, Anne's going to die, so you should marry this new lady. You've got to have a. You've got to have a spare. You've got to have. You've got to have one in the it's one like, in the cannon. It's like tires, the, right? When you're married, it's worth having a spare. Yeah, in well, case the under the little floor in the boot. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> if that's where you want to keep your yeah. alternative spouse, Sam, that's not. I'm not going to kink shame you there either. But uh, so he he takes Bettina Lammerman and marries her in 1991. Do you know what his wife's reaction to this is? Yeah. So she was still there. Uh, she hadn't. Still very much alive. Still very much alive. I'm not quite um, dead. And she wasn't really that comfortable with having, you know, another wife in the house. And so uh, I think it was, I want to say, no, soon after, I'll say that because that's uh, more accurate than my research. Soon after, Anne left the cult with her fortune. Mm, the fringe religious group with her four children and completely disassociated from William Cam. So estranged from him. Wow. Still not dead though. Mm. <laughs> but, but he gets to like, that's perfect for him, right? And that he can say, well, she's dead to the group. She's dead to this way of like, you know, yeah, exactly. She's can, dead yeah, to the, she's dead to God. Well. Yeah. Well, um, good on her for getting out. Well done. So, <laughs> In 1995, he publishes a statement to say, there are only four and a half years before the end of this era as you know it. Which I guess is true, because like the beginning of the 21st century. <laughs> He's just yeah. pointing out that there's going to be a slightly different calendar. <laughs> yeah, fair, a literal movement of time. Um, but he said that unless, unless his group is like, you know, unless he becomes the Pope, um, the end of the world will actually come in 1998. Uh, so we all know that that happened. Which we and all we're remember speaking happening, from yeah. the post-apocalyptic future. Mm. And then in my notes it says, now it gets bullshit if it wasn't already. <laughs> uh, so Little Pebble gets a message from the Virgin Mary to tell him that he should appoint 12 queens and 72 princesses. And these queens and princesses would quote spawn a pure race to live in the new world and they would repopulate the earth with his holy seed i was going to say is it all going to be his blooming his blessed his... grapes going into them oh. Oh, oh his eyebrow genes he wants a race of people with those strong strong eyebrows eventually the 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 great grandchildren are just two massive eyebrows <laughs> um, yeah and this this group would be known as the Royal House of David. So he would be there with his 12 queens and 72 princesses, and this would be the Royal House of David. But this was only known within the inner circle. This wasn't told out to the outer group. So the outer group were like aware that, you know, there was this group of, of special people. Yeah. But it was and sort of a, a whisper exactly campaign. You didn't know how to get into it. And it was it, so uh, until someone explicitly said to you, like, this is what's happening. Or you were invited to join, you just wouldn't know what's going on. Which is tricky because it's hard to keep seventy-two princesses quiet, isn't it? I don't. I, I wouldn't know, know John. <laughs> is it? How are yours? In in my experience, in your vast princess holding experience, they just don't shut up, Sam. I just I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad we're laughing because it's not going to be for much longer. Oh, uh, so no, yeah. The queens, the 12 queens, would be young virgins who were only married to William Cam. Whereas the princesses could be married to other men in the group, but they would have mystical babies with William, which would be conceived in a holy hug. So he's not fucking the princesses, he's just giving them a really good hug. A holy hug. Is there any yoghurt involved in this hug? No, but I think there's a joke about holes somewhere. Oh, John just grimaced at me. <laughs> oh, this is horrible as well. Uh, Jesus blessed the little pebble with 
the holy shiny thing, which would allow for the immaculate conception. <laughs> John's just doing the saddest face. <laughs> do we, do we, do we, I just want this face to be looking at you as I ask this question. <laughs> it looks a bit like, um, do you remember Danger Mouse? Yeah, he does. Yeah, like looks the a bit little... like Penfold. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do we think his what was it called again? Is something holy shiny? shiny thing? Do we think his holy shiny thing was so magnificent that he looked at it and went, "This has to be a thing that God wants uh, me to share around." Or do we think it was so tiny that he had to go, oh, no, love, don't worry. It's the a shiny little, <laughs> magnificent. Little Pepper is an ironic name. <laughs> like a basketball player called Tiny. <laughs> um, so Claire Ashman, who we heard from before with the Blessed Grapes, um, was chosen to be a princess. And Tony, her husband, was happy with it it's like yeah cool great you can go and be one of the princesses uh little pebble said he had permission from the virgin mary so it's all good if the ver if if the vm says it's okay yeah then that's all right exactly and um, is is he having sex with the princesses is that well still basically what's good or we don't know so claire was like really like i'm married to you i don't really want to be married to this guy as well yeah and tony's like nah it's all it's all holy you're not nothing's gonna happen um but she she was really unhappy and agreed to do it because you know she felt like she had to Virgin Mary it's a lot of pressure right, um, but she soon discovered that there was no holy hug it was just some rape. Uh, that is maybe my least favorite euphemism for rape that we've yet encountered in the course of all these episodes. Yeah. Um. So with all his. Uh, queens and princesses Little Pebble fathered more than 20 children um, and often when followers in the like outer circle of the group would, would discover about the house of David they would leave, they would yeah. be like nah, I'm not in for this um, so this is kind of how they all spent their time, going out to work to pay tithing to the church, if they weren't working on the grounds, days are spent in prayer the 13th of every month uh, Mary and Jesus come by so now I feel a lot like I'm worried now that um, restrictions are, are, are easing down. Sam, yeah, uh, the house, the house, I'm still getting clean, but I would say my housework schedule has become less regular, knowing that nobody other than us is gonna uh, gonna come over. But I'm I'm feeling the pressure now that there might be people that come and visit now after the 17th when there's an announcement um we might have people over a little bit yourself included i expect Yay. i feel the pressure there of making sure my house is nice enough um for those visitors <laughs> much less if the virgin mary and jesus are popping yeah. by once a month like how long do you spend dusting guest. i remember like my grandma used to say like i'll get your elbows off the table in case the queen comes to tea and she's she's not gonna she's got nice dinner she's not got overcooked salmon um but <laughs> Plus, like, I reckon yeah. you'd have enough time when she walked in to take them off. I feel like you could like, yeah. rest them Ooh. right up to the moment just before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. until she rounded the corner. And <laughs> um, so I bet you wondered how these apparitions appear. Oh, by the way, listeners, this should be it for the sex abuse. That We're going to touch back on, wait, not touch. We're going to visit revisit it again soon. But for a little bit, you're, you're kind of safe. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're wondering about these apparitions, right, John? Like, how, how, what does it look like when this happens? So, uh, Little Pebble will say that there's a shining light from the chapel. So he'll see this shining light, and wherever he is, this light will shine towards him, and that will be how he knows that there's an apparition. Um, all of these uh, speeches and things which have come from his website, which I didn't name before, littlepebble.org, if you wanted to go and visit, where all of his teachings and speeches and everything is all catalogued in a one of those excellent uh religious html websites like heaven's gate have got oh really is it like yeah yeah, yeah. and so they he always describes the physical details of the virgin mary like uh she is carrying a rosary seems like it's through wounds in her hands her heart is bleeding and so he gets told to to write or to say whatever 
she's saying. So if if these apparitions come when he's in the chapel in front of people, he will just speak it. But if he's not, he'll have to write it down. If no one else is around, he'll have to write it down. So now it's time for some totally chill things for a fringe religious group leader to say. Hey, our favourite segment. Uh, this was said in, mm, was it or was that one? One of these, wait. These were said around 1996. Uh, the second coming is near. My children do not heed my words now and the third world war will end all wars. Learn to live the life in God, for God and with God. Many follow the false Messiah already in their hearts. The annihilation of nations is near. Mankind will be enslaved under the yoke of Lucifer. While man persists in sin, God will turn his face away. Twelve new apostles of the end times. Unity, not division. And so everyone remembers the Third World War just between 1996 and now, don't they? Would you rather mm. oh, no. God's holy yogurt or well, Satan's yolk? <laughs> uh, if it's anything like the uh, Call Me By Your Name video, Satan's yolk. <laughs> Little Nas X, the video with him pole dancing down the thing. You've not seen oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one, <laughs> rather than the yogurt. Yeah. Another another totally chill thing. Um, <clears throat> a great change will come upon the universe, the solar system and the earth. Mankind will feel that the end of the world has come. Division in my house will come once my vicar, John Paul II, is removed soon. First, he must proclaim a dogmatic statement for my most holy mother. The sixth seal will be opened and the seventh seal will follow swiftly. A judgment for man will come and mankind will be illuminated in their soul to understand the greatness of their sins. Not, not that soon, apparently. <laughs> nope. And uh, John, John Paul II, uh, as I'm sure we remember, uh, dies in 2005, having never actually consecrated Little Pebble. So, oh. And uh, so Little oh, Pebble gosh. releases a statement to say, like, heaven changed its plans. And he agreed that Pope Benedict XVI was fine. And actually he would be the one that was going to consecrate little pebbles. So it was okay that, that John Paul didn't because Benedict. And just, just, will. just remind us, did, did Benedict, spoilers, did Benedict? Uh, no. Ah, damn it. But maybe it was, is it Francis now? Who's it now? It was yeah, Francis. Francis. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll be him. Mm. Um, he, Little Pebble also claims that uh, John Paul II will rise from the dead and then between the three of them, so between Benedict XVI, John Paul II and Little Pebble, they will fight evil. They will fight against the apocalypse. Together. I accept that pitch for a TV show, for, yeah. uh, for an animated series, Sam, mm -hmm. where <laughs> Little Pebble, Pope John Paul II and Pope well, Benedict the. Ninth, sixteenth, yeah. Well, they'll make um, like a megazord. <laughs> fight crime together yeah. <laughs> um, in the Pope Mobile. I would, I would watch the fuck out of that. There we go. But the Pope Mobile is a transformer that would. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I know I did a little bit of jumping around there. Uh, so we went from kind of mid nineties to two thousand and five to to follow the Pope story, but in the year 2000 in the year 2000 um the the local diocese in the Kimbawera area who'd also always like distant themselves being like we're catholic we're not there they're not they're not us we're different kinds um and they condemned his activity launched an actual formal commission to show that his teachings and practices were divergent enough from Catholicism that they could not be considered part of the same religion. Mm. So they found that his spiritual apparitions were not genuine and they issue a decree in 2002 saying that he should abandon his claims and just fuck off. How did they, was that investigated by them, by that branch of the Catholic Church, it wasn't like they didn't go to any yeah. kind of arbitration with anybody else. No, so it was that diocese, and it was actually taken over. So it was with one bishop, let's say bishop, one bishop, and then um, another one. Like he he finished his term, and then another one took over and carried on okay. this like inquiry into this group. Um, the part of the reason that they did was because in uh, 1987, a 
a bishop whose surname is Broussard. I didn't write down his first name. Uh, sorry. Um, had had joined the group as like a sort of uh, okay. to lend Convert. credibility. Hmm. It's something, there's something really interesting there, right, about them in, in whatever that investigation looked like proving that those miraculous supernatural claims were definitely not true yeah there's something interesting about someone from that background with that mindset in their own faith right having to go and disprove absolutely a very similar set of yeah again that feels like a that would be a good tv series as well right the, the story like, about that's that, in lost that rivalry then, isn't it? between the church and the cult is it that happens in lost uh mr echo or mr echo's brother goes to visit someone we watched lost quite recently but like catholic priests are asked to go and witness miracles to see if these people are actually doing miracles yes that's true yeah so much of my knowledge is from lost uh knives and banyan trees i don't know just thinking of things um so <laughs> time for some fury are you ready yep uh, so in 2002, four female ex-members of the group contacted the police, alleging sexual offences by Little Pebble starting in 1993. Mm. In August of 2002, he is arrested and charged with 13 child sex offences against two former members. At the same time as his arrest, the Camp Kimbawera property is raided and weapons and documents are seized. So from his army of truth, yeah. there are some weapons seized from God. this property. He's arrested. He's taken away. He's in custody, etc. Uh, Broussard, this priest, steps not in up. yogurt, not in yogurt, in no custody, custody. yogurty. Uh, um, Broussard steps up to to lead the group instead while he's while he's in prison. While he's wrongfully, not wrongfully, wrongfully away. Quote, um, and the actual church are like no mate you can't um and they formally defrock broussard in 2005 yeah uh in so he's he's arrested in 2002 little pebble in 2006 claire ashman finally is able to leave the group taking her five daughters with her she's separated from tony as well by this time thankfully um and are those daughters all daughters of his I, I'm not clear about that, okay. but I would assume at least one of them would be in that sort yeah. of time that she was his princess. Um, so in also in 2006, uh, Little Pebble is sentenced to five years in jail for these sex crimes. He appeals this conviction in 2007, and then his parole period is doubled when he's convicted of five more counts of sexual intercourse and acts of indecency with a minor who was a 14-year-old girl. Oh, Jesus. He also immediately appealed that in 2007, and that was denied. His parole was also denied in 2013. However, in 2014, he was released. What? Finished his term of five years. He'd actually done, yeah, he'd actually done eight. That is not enough time for that level of noncing in a compound. Fucking hell. No. Um, so he was, uh, his his parole conditions were that he wasn't allowed back to the Camboera. He wasn't allowed contact with anyone that's in the group. Uh, he wasn't allowed contact with children, of course. But this year... Oh, yeah, he's not allowed to... Oh, he has a curfew and he has restricted and monitored communication and he's not allowed to speak to girls under the age of 17. But this year, his parole expires. His parole conditions are set to be lowered. In... Oh, here's a little bit of joy. In prison, because he was a rapist and a paedophile... Uh, other inmates would throw bottles of piss and rocks and apples and anything violent at him, which is good to know. Isn't Muller it? crunch corners. Muller crunch corners. Yeah, the ones with the hard bits. Ugh. Yeah, those little little. Yeah, balls. little pebbles. Oh. Um. And he so went like he did an interview after coming out of prison where he's like, "Oh, it was so hard. They threw piss at me." And it's like, "Ah, oh, you raped children." Eh. 
So since since leaving jail in in 2014, he mostly stayed out of the spotlight until he decided to start a new political party to represent the interests of the prison and ex-convict populations, help them get education and votes and, I don't know, access to raping stuff. Who knows? Um, This party is not currently registered with the Australian government, so it's not recognised. Um, But his policies include that the statute of limitations for crimes, all crimes, should be five years, which would then lead to, like, the women that claimed his his crimes had started in 1993, they wouldn't have been able to prosecute him. Yeah. Nuts. Uh, What a psycho. uh, Yes. He got married again to a lady that had followed him before. I didn't write down her name because we don't need to No. Uh, And he's now back on the internet posting on his little pebble website. So he's put up all his archival speeches and new ones go up all the time. Um, And he's going by the name William Costellia. Costellia. That looks right. Yeah. Uh, What about COVID? That's been happening, hasn't it? How does he feel about COVID? Uh, Anti-masks. He says that masks should only be worn when coughing because masks damage your airways. He accuses the government of changing death records. Loads of like, oh, what they don't want you to know about COVID Mm. sort of business. Um, And that this is the government's way of setting up world control for the Antichrist. The banks will soon close. You should buy land and weapons. Or just like, like Sam. Wait your turn, get a vaccine, everything will be all right. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's alternative Christmas message. Um, God, what a horrible... God, it's... it's, With the... Like... (laughs) So we know that abusers might find ways to access the people that they want to abuse. Mm Mm-hmm. Or people who find themselves in positions of power might then find themselves, you know, going down an abusive path. But it is, I wonder what it is about the overlap between nonces and cult leaders and what it is about, like, the psychology of the connection between those two things. Because that comes up so often, doesn't it? Well, not just cult leaders, though. In in religions, like in the uh, yeah, Catholic Church, for instance, the allegations that have been found true against priests there and in people who run religious schools. And, yeah. Um, yeah, inter- yeah, just an interesting overlap. Yeah, and really sad because religion should be, if the world was just, something that improved people's lives. Yeah. Uh, so I've got yeah, a last... Not being covered for something else. Yeah. I've got a last totally chill thing to to finish us off with. Wrap it off. Uh, so this was a recent one. I think it was only posted like uh, like a week ago. Yep, John's held up the little pebble. Hang on, I'm burping because I just had a big sip of beer. This is only the beginning, as it is the beginning of the Antichrist's control. The fact that even though it is a bad virus, it remains just a little more than the other diseases in the world. The authorities have gone too far, closing nearly all ways of living. It would have been better to leave people in the world and place the separation between people like they did in Sweden, and no company would be struggling. So the Antichrist has been able to control the human race. It has been placed in the people of the world's mind that we all need to be controlled, and with another virus coming, they will try to control all of mankind. May I clarify, these are not my views. (laughs) And thank you for the excellent puppetry, John. So that's it. That's what I've got for you. That is the Order wow. of St. Charbles slash Little Pebble. Don't know what you want to name it. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't want to have it in my lexicon at all. Wow. No. Well done, Sam. What a thank fu- you. What a find. I haven't heard of... Yeah, that's entirely entirely new to me. But But amazing, isn't it, that it feels like it follows the cookie cutter template of new religious movements. Yeah. I've just shared, hopefully... Have I? I don't use Zoom. The can you see these pictures? Yeah, just scroll scroll back up again a little bit. So that's him, and that's him with. Uh, 
I don't, uh, uh, got the shape of his glasses wrong. I'm just going to read you. <laughs> and then we've got a group of the followers just here. And then this is one of their meetings or ceremonies. So you can see the like Amish style uh, veils and shit. Cool. Just, just, yeah, scroll down for me. I can't see anything at the moment. It's just blank. Well, I will just show you on the little tiny webcam. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. So like Amishy outfits. It is like, a, it's like a Catholic Amish mashup, isn't it? It's very. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got your altar boys there. Not nice. Grim, 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 grim. Yeah. So that that's it. I hope you enjoyed it. Cool. Thank um, you, Sam. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here with us, listeners. And um, we're happy to be back with you. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses is on the way, but it's taking a long time to research. Who would have thought? Yeah, there's a lo- there's a lot to go into. So we will be back next month with another episode, which may or may not be the start of that series. Um, but there's lots see. of other. Um, exciting stuff coming up we'll have a few more little bonuses to uh to make up for some of our time away at the start of this year and uh if you want to get in touch with us you can do that at coffee and cults at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook coffee and cults on instagram and twitter at coffee and cults uh and drop us a little line and say hello we love it when you do that yeah yeah um if you would like to send us a little bit of support you can do that at um send us a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash coffee and cults or if you'd like to join us more regularly and access the video content for this podcast, video content makes it sound like saucy. Who knows? It could be, <laughs> but you won't know unless you join our Patreon, patreon.com slash coffee and cults. Um, membership thingies, patrons start from a dollar a month if you want to. Um, and we just, we appreciate you all. We do indeed. Uh, thank you very much. And we will see you again very soon. Thank you very much. We love, love, you. You, bye. love you. Bye. We're going to talk to you. You are the initiative. You are the cause we've been. We found out that I was actually getting a two-inch by